Welcome to First Focus, a podcast here at First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, where we highlight various events and ministries around the church. I'm Scott Hull, a member of First Presbyterian Church, and one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, Josh Shadair, pastoral intern of Biblical Counseling. Josh, who do we have on the show this week? This week, I'm interviewing Dan Cole and Thomas Russell. Dan is the director of the music ministry here at our church, and Thomas is our assistant music director and organist. They're going to share with us a little more of their own stories, as well as what our music ministry offers, and some of the thoughts behind why our music ministry offers what it does. If you have questions about the show or any ministry at the church, don't hesitate to contact us. You can find all our contact info on our website, which is firstprescolumbia.org. That's firstprescolumbia.org, or on our app. Let's get to the conversation. Welcome back to First Focus. I'm one of your hosts, Josh, and today we have the privilege of being joined by Thomas Russell and Daniel Cole uh, in our of our music ministry here. So why don't you guys say hello? Hi, Josh. Hey, Good Josh. To be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be here, and our listeners are actually really glad to hear you in person. The reason that Thomas and Dan are here today is because uh, they oversee the music ministry of our church, and they do a phenomenal job, and it's so easy to show up on a Sunday morning to basically take for granted everything that goes into the amazing service and ministry that you guys do here at our church. And I'd love to talk a little bit about what you guys do, why we do it, and how can our congregation be a part of it. But before we do that, so that our audience can continue to get to know our guests on the show, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you came here to First Press? Yeah, I came here, it's been uh, 12 years, and prior to that I was... This is Dan, by the way, if you're mm-hmm. confused between me and Thomas. I was teaching at University of Delaware and performing. I was planning on pursuing the academic career, professional career full-time. Mm-hmm. Originally, my, my degrees were in conducting, and shortly after the end of my doctoral degree in conducting, I didn't realize it at the time, but the Lord had put it on my heart to actually try and pursue singing to really uh, focus on trying to be a, a better singer. Mm. And I ended up leaving the degree to go study with someone uh, in Philadelphia mm. for a year at an uh, opera program at Temple. Okay. And during that time is when I actually came to Christ, is during, I was 28 years old, so I was finishing up a doctorate and then kind of pursuing this other degree, and then ended up actually moving into a professional kind of performing career for a bit. Uh, which then led to me uh, taking a job at University of Delaware to teach voice. And during that time, really, the Lord uh, was was just growing me. We belonged to a, a, a little church in Delaware, Berea mm-hmm. Presbyterian Church, a great church. Didn't really have any involvement in the music other than singing in the choir. It was a small church, so the choir didn't sing more than maybe twice a month. But if I was in town and our father was in town, we, we would always just sing. There were maybe nine of us mm-hmm. <laughs> in the choir. Mm. So, But the Lord was just putting it in my heart at that point to maybe that I should be thinking about using my gifts in, in ministry or just the training that I had and how I could be used in that way. So towards the end of my tenure at Delaware, it was a th- three-year period. There was a, a job, two job openings. One was here, but... Also applied for a job at the University of Oklahoma to be a associate professor, okay. perf- artist in residence position. Yeah. So the Lord opened up this position and that position at the same time. That was a really difficult decision mm. because um, so much time and energy had been put into 
moving in a kind of professional and academic career. And I was not at all trained to be a church musician. I was really a, a believer who was a musician and had training in, in conducting and in singing sure. and in choral music. So we prayed about it a lot, and it was clear that the Lord was really calling us to be here. So that's, that's how we ended up here. I wasn't really sure what the Lord's plan was, but I always knew that if he wanted me to be doing something else, he would, he would open up another venue or another, another opportunity if, if he had us going somewhere else. And so that's we've been awesome. here 12 years and came here with one kid and have five. Okay, yeah. Um, really, it's, it's very humbling to be here and, and to work with some of the musicians we have. We have some remarkable musicians here. Yeah. In the church, so. Um, mm. well, yeah. Cool. Well, Thomas, tell us a little about you and your family and how you came here, too. Yeah, so I've been here coming up on four years. It'll be four years in January. I knew of First Pres from college. I attended Carolina, and my now wife, Julie, and I uh, were... We were involved with First Pres. It was kind of our, our home base here in Columbia, and would, we would be here when I wasn't playing other places. But after Carolina, we went up to Connecticut. I did a master's at Yale, and then I served at a church in Nashville for several years. And around this time, four years ago, uh, Ron Miller passed away, who had been organist here for almost 45 years. Yeah, And so... I had heard that First President might be looking for an organist. Someone had given them my name, and then, you know, the Lord continued to work from both ends and brought us together, mm. which I'm very grateful for. It's, it's really a huge blessing to be here, to be serving here. Yeah, so I started in, in January of 2016, and it's been a very full and exciting four years. It's, it's mm. hard, to, hard to believe it's already been that long. Yeah, that is kind of crazy to think about. Oh, man. So well, that leads us to our next question. You know, it's it's so easy to show up on a Sunday morning, and it's easy to miss out on what exactly goes into that. It's not something that you can actually just show up on a Sunday morning and, and take for granted that, that these amazing musicians, while they are amazing, they, they've practiced thoroughly and fervently throughout the weeks leading up to a service. And it's not just Sunday mornings, it's Sunday evenings. It's And so I was wondering, can you give me just a picture of what are some of the, the programs that we have for our congregation to be involved in the ministry of music here at First Pres and, and, and what goes into each of those? Thomas? Yeah, that training takes place in choirs. Starting at four years old, I believe, all the way up through high school. It starts with cherub choir, right? Yep, cherub okay. choir. Yeah. Training is the focus of it. Then it starts with kids, obviously. They need to learn to steward their gifts. And then goes, so how far does it go again? Well, it really doesn't stop, you know, because it goes all the way through high school. And then you can roll right over into chancel choir or adult choir. Okay. So in in youth choir, the upper middle school and high school age choir, we offer voice lessons. Okay. To further train voices and develop those talents. Yeah. And then a couple years ago, we extended that even further into offering organ lessons with the organ scholars program. Yeah. Um, Again, I noted this past Sunday that uh, our own Ezra Blackwell was a student in the organ, and my son was confused when he actually saw you in the in the choir. But it was it was really cool to to see one of our own learning to steward his own gifts. Yeah. So there's three organ students, and yeah, they've come a long way, and mm-hmm. it's exciting to see them take part in worship. And so the organ and other instruments are kind of the support to this primary music function of singing. I think what drives all of that is probably 
our philosophy, which really focuses on uh, emphasizing training, particularly training our children, and seeing music ministry as being a covenantal discipline. We continue to raise up the next generation, mm. and just like we would in, in prayer, teaching our children the word and, and putting them under good preaching and good teaching. For us, it's important to also remember that singing in particular has always been part of worship in, in the church. Trying to uh, understand also that, in my, my opinion, is that singing is, is something that's fading more and more from, our, from the culture in general. Mm. Um, so, you know, you'll go to a, a football game. You go now, nobody is singing the national anthem other than the performer. So that generally is, is being, I think, lost in, in the culture, in mm. our culture as well. So I think in, in the church, knowing that, that's just a reality. We want to train children to, to love to sing and to be comfortable singing and mm-hmm. to learn how to do it well in order that they'll do it for their entire lifetime. And in terms of what we send, the, I guess the hymns that we sing it's important for all of the generations to be able to be singing, almost passing down that hymnody from, from generation to generation, while also sure. introducing new hymnody and, and new songs as well, and making sure that those songs that, we, that are new, that we do, are hopefully things that will be done in, in 20, 30 years. Mm. But I think it's beautiful you know, to see a five-year-old sing the same hymn that his, his grandmother or grandfather may sing, mm. to know those, that same texts. And know those same hymns. Mm. Yeah. And also, you know, to make sure that we're constantly trying to grow and, and learn hymnody, that we don't get kind of stuck in, well, these are the, the 20 hymns that we like to sing. These are our songs. These are our songs, yeah. Because I think that's what will, that's not healthy for a future, uh, for the future of, of, I would just say, traditional hymnody. Sure. So what goes into an actual Sunday service in terms of preparation and in terms of workload? Because even for those who do do come on a Wednesday night, I I know that when I leave that I still see the cars of most of the choir in the parking lot. I have no idea what, what, what kind of work goes into it. So could you share a little bit of that snapshot as well? Yeah, I think a big part of, at least I think a big part of what I do is to try to make sure that particular leaders like Courtney Trent, who directs the primary choir, or mm-hmm. Jane Nevitt, who directs the cherub choir, and Forrest Bowers directs sure. the junior choir, that Justin Robinson, who directs the uh, brass ensemble, that they're not really being too bogged down with administrative details. Thomas really, ha- his time is actually uh, protected mm. so that he can continue to develop and, and work on his his playing and have the time he needs to set aside for, for practice. Um, yeah. Julie Russell does most of her things pretty independently. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge help yeah. <laughs> to, have, to have someone who's like, I got this. <laughs> that's um, awesome, yeah. So, yeah, so I'd say, I'd say, and a big part of that is obviously trying to plan things out as far in advance as possible. Yeah. And, and a great blessing, actually, is that the pastors are, you know, being able to have sermons and know what on what they're preaching so that yeah. we can then kind of, execute the vision of what we talked about of the hymnody that everything focuses around the preaching of the word Mm. everything points to the preaching of the word and supports it in some way or another Mm. so that's really the primary responsibility and then directing the choirs and Mm -hmm. uh, and then also just i think carefully making sure that we are practicing diligently choirs are a big commitment you know they they do require a lot of time and and sacrifice Mm. but yeah i think they're 
they're incredibly valuable. And, and what you end up then having within each of these groups is you have these little kind of music fellowships, yeah, which is really amazing. You know, they're almost like small churches within the church. So if I hear what you're saying, it's, mm-hmm. it's what goes into a Sunday, uh, even just a Sunday morning, is very much preparation, mm-hmm. very much coordination of a lot of different schedules. Mm-hmm. But even it's all done with the focus of how can we enhance the ministry of the Word in our church. Correct. Which yep. is an incredible gift because it's so easy to forsake that attitude. In, in our broader culture where music has become such an entertainment-driven mm-hmm. discipline, um, and, and rightly so in some cases, that our program, our, our philosophy is to enhance the ministry of the Word because that's God speaking to us, His people. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, I, I, I just think it's amazing to see the work that goes into it. I want to. I want to thank you guys, oh, and yeah. I know that you practice. You put in tons of hours. You. That's your your role here at the church. But uh, it's really easy to forget the attitude and the humility of of service that I see emanating from both of you frequently. But well, we we do have like some really great people. Yeah, it's amazing to see how the Lord has blessed this church mm. with really great leaders in various areas. Yeah, and they love the Lord. They love His Word, and they serve so faithfully and humbly. Mm. Um, I mean, that's, that's just the Lord's work. I know. Yeah. That's something that it's, it's a critical ministry that, that you can't have without people like that. Mm-hmm. And so, right. That brings me to my next question. If someone were, were to want to get involved into the choir, mm-hmm. where's the entry point that they can start at? Well, I think, I think all they really need to do is, is to either get in touch with me or or Thomas or okay. or anyone who's involved in in the, in the choir or in the music ministry, mm. um, their registration uh, forms online. They can go online to the music okay. website. Gloria Barrett, who's our uh, really fantastic administrative assistant, mm-hmm. um, will have a folder ready for them for the next rehearsal. Um, so yeah, you know I, I do like to hear them. It's not mm-hmm. really an aud- audition. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just to just to get a sense of where they would where they should be in the choir. Sure, um, that's wonderful. And I would just add to that that you know it's a big old church, and the music's happening every week. So I think yeah. it could be easy to think that um, if you're not involved, that you're you're maybe not needed, which is not true yeah. at all. We are exactly. always in need of more people in music ministry, whatever your gift may be. Men in the choir right now, just mm-hmm. put that in there. Yeah, that that is true. We really do need men in the choir, and and the reason is because often our, for example, they'll be gone or be working on a Wednesday night, or they can't be there on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, so um, if they're traveling for work, that seems to be more of a of a of a challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. it's I think it's rare that we ever have the the entire choir on a Sunday morning, and that's the criticism. It's just it's just where things are at this point. Yeah, but like, it's easy in a congregation like ours to to forget that there's an active part that we can play. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I'll come away from a rehearsal, and I think this is a this is a really wonderful, not just a wonderful group of singers, but just really godly people who care for each other and pray for each other. Mm. Um, and it's a it's a really an incredible blessing to be a part of this group. I think there's something to be said of how immense the work is. Like when you consider that this is the stewardship of our gifts and talents, mm-hmm. when you consider that this is a service to the ministry of the word, which mm-hmm. is God speaking to His people. It's an incredible opportunity yeah. to serve. Yeah. We want it to, to be excellent in what we yeah. do. It seems like from what we're saying, like our philosophy is that we see the stewardship of the story of who God is among his people, mm-hmm. even in something as simple as the songs that we sing to one another. Mm-hmm. 
which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thankful for the work that you guys do. Also, you know, give us a preview of what's coming this year. Are there any things that, as you look over the next few months, that you would like to highlight that our, our music ministry is doing? And One thing we've started recently is a, a blog. Yeah, it's basically simply just meant to be a way of helping people prepare for worship. Because it's, in a sense, a guide for what's going to be happening this Sunday in terms of what's happening in the music. Mm. And so it will take us through the hymns, may have some historical information about the hymns. It, It usually has a devotional character to it, just to really start to get us thinking before we walk through the door of the church that we're preparing actively to come into the Lord's presence among his people on a Sunday. So this is, but this is really just a way to, to start to get our, our minds focused on what we're, we're going to be doing mm. uh, this Sunday. Absolutely. And, and so sometimes when you, when you bring a piece that may not be immediately accessible, it's helpful to have some guide to what's, what's going on in this music. And, you know, that's what we want to do is we want, we want the music to ultimately point to those truths. Sometimes music can just can hit it at a different level or at a deeper level. I want to say thank you to both of you uh, for being here today. Is there anything else that you'd like to share or anything that you think of as far as? Yeah, I think we should talk about the organ series. Oh, um, that's right. The first Friday concert series. Yeah. So the next one in October, Mm -hmm. we'll have a uh, a guest artist, Finch Treadway. He's the um, director of music at First Presbyterian ARP in Lake Wales, Florida. So he's going to come up and actually be here all week and uh, work with our choir. That's great. And then give us a concert on Friday. Man. And so I'm, I'm really thankful for you guys to be able to, to steward your own gifts, but also to help our congregation steward theirs as well. So that's, and that will be Friday, October the 4th. 4th. Yes. Okay. Lunch at noon, concert at 1230. And lunch is only, what, five bucks? I mean, true. bring a friend. It's a great way to, to get them into church. You know, it's, it's, it's one more access point that people have to come and hear something of the glory of God together. Well, also coming up in the music series. Um, okay, so music series. A little bit later in October, we'll have our Reformation Hymn Festival on okay. October 23rd. That's going to be on a, on a Wednesday, so which is kind of unusual. So we're... You know, we're trying something out. Wonderful. So this will be set aside really just for us to have about an hour of, of music celebrating the Reformation, remembering the Reformation. So we'll have the brass and choirs and organ and, and all of the music on there is congregational. So the con- so everyone will be singing everything. Mm. There aren't any just specific choir anthems. There's some where the choir sings, congregational sing, um, things like that. But Wonderful. It should be a lot of fun. Well, thank you guys, too, for our, our listeners. Um, if you have any questions or you'd like to, to talk to one of these guys about getting involved in the music ministry of our mm-hmm. church, you can contact Dan Cole or Thomas Russell. Their information is on the website at firstpresscolumbia.org, and we look forward to, to hopefully seeing you up front sometime soon. Thanks, guys. All right. Yep. Thanks, Josh. You've been listening to First Focus. On behalf of Dan, Thomas, and all of the staff at First Presbyterian Church here in Columbia, I'm Josh Adair. And I'm Scott Hull. Thank you for joining us. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, don't hesitate to contact us. You can find all of our contact info on our website, which is firstpresscolumbia.org. That's firstpresscolumbia.org, or on our app. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, God bless.